This call is now being recorded. Hello, everybody. This is it's Doctor Stanky here with uh, Schmutz. How's it going, Schmutz? It's Schmutz. It's going real great. It's going great. Um, so we uh, let's let's get down to business this week. Um, I thought we'd start off this week. I like to start off with a, a story. Uh, we talked about a story last week, so let's jump into a story this week. How's that sound? Sounds great. So um, I was like in um, Ghana. I think I was in Ghana. I'm pretty sure it was Ghana. And I was in some dusty ass town with my with my friend, and uh, we were sitting there in the little square, I guess you would call it. We were gonna get get on some other buses, go to another shitty ass town. And um, wait, 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 all of a sudden, you, right there. you just said a, a place in Africa, right? And then you got to go straight for oh, it's some dusty ass town and some other shithole place. I see what you're yeah. doing there. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Um, to divert here, I'm not a big Donald Trump fan, but he was right. There are shithole countries. Period. Well, he's there, saying that without are. defining what a shithole. He, he's def, he, there's no definition of a shithole country. There's no definition of pornography either uh, via the Supreme Court. Uh, we yeah, know it when we see of, it. No, we know no, it when we see it. If the shithole, right, if that is feeding into the racist desires of people, you know, it's like, oh, I know what a shithole is. It's a place with brown people. But But that's not the right way to think about it. It's not being specific. It's allowing these people to... Uh, give in to their inner racial desires. So yeah, yeah shit, yeah, shit, whole place. If, you, have, if you're talking uh, about pornography, if you're talking about pornography in, in front of a bunch of people that fuck horses, they're gonna have a very different belief on what pornography is and bestiality. You know, it, it is a free country, but it's not okay. Let's get to the story. How about that? Yeah, yeah. If you if you're gonna just wait, you're gonna be much more racism that you can get angry at. So don't worry. Okay, good, good. <laughs> don't worry. So, so we're standing there, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's like, like a friggin' black hole or eclipse of the sun comes walking towards us. Like this motherfucker was like darker than a goddamn black hole. Like no light escaped from oh him. It's like it's like nighttime. Come uh, like ink monster starts walking up to us, right? I'm like what the fuck is this? A, is this a black hole? It's, I what an ink monster? What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, what? yeah, like the black hole came walking up to us. Uh, you know, it looked like. Do you see color or do you not see color? I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, you know, some kind of look like just whites of eye whites in, in a black hole were like floating up to us. Uh, really right. dark. And uh guy said, hey, my friend was on the phone. The guy, this, this guy says, uh, very nicely. Very cordially, he says, uh, hey, um, that's my cell phone. Uh, half of the packages, I think you're mistaken. Those are my packages. I don't know how you got those packages, but they're mine. And that's my cell phone. It's cool. Uh, you know, go ahead and finish your phone call. I'm just going to go way over here, uh, right over there by the wall. And once you finish with your phone call, you can bring me my packages and cell phone. And he walked away, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like, I was like, did this big black hole ink motherfucker come tell us? Did I, I was like, did I hear that right? Did he just tell us that, like, the cell phone you're on 
It's his cell phone and half of our bags or his bags. My friend's like, yeah, that's what he said. I said, oh, wow. So I was like, shit. Um, he was a big dude. So we're like, okay. Um, never been in this situation before. Really cordially being robbed. And uh, I said, um, uh, we started talking. We're like, okay, what do we do? Because he's watching us. And he says, uh, I said, well, we can try and run. Try and run. My friend says, uh, no, probably not, because you know all these motherfuckers are related. You know, eh, running's not an option. He's got boys or cousins or children or somebody that's around the corner probably waiting with machetes to chop up stuff or something. <laughs> Can't run. <laughs> so, so I said, um, the guy's watching. I said, okay. You know, he didn't specify which bags were his. He just said, half those bags are mine. The cell phone is mine. Uh, I said, okay. I said, um, I said to my friend, I said, we just had two bags, backpack. I said, okay. Well, I said, where's your, where's your money? He said, in my pouch, in my pouch inside the, inside our shirts. Passport money. I said, good. Mine's also there. I said, uh, I said, you got anything important? You got anything important in the, uh, in your hand, hand carry-on bag. No. Everything's important in my backpack. I said, okay, it's same here. Everything, any importance in my backpack. I said, okay. I said, um, I said to my friend, I said, um, all right, well, I said, pretend like you're still talking on the phone. I'm going to go talk to this fucking guy, right? So, uh, I walk over there and I, I said, uh, you know, I said, oh, hey, um, I said something like, you know, I know you came over and you said that somehow we had your cell phone in your bags. I said, I'm pretty sure that those are our cell phone, my friend's cell phone and, and, and our bags. I was like, I said, maybe you're mistaken. Maybe you just got confused and you, you thought that, that was your cell phone uh, and, and, and your bags. <laughs> he said, no, I'm not confused. Uh, those are definitely, you know, half of those. He said packages, but he said half of those packages and that cell phone, definitely my cell phone and my packages. I said, hmm. I said, okay. I said, well, um, I said, uh, got it. I said, I understand. Understood. Understood. I said, um, well, uh, I said, what would, you know, what, ha what would happen if, if you didn't get your packages and cell phone returned to you? He said to me, and this very serious, he said, I always, Get my packages and cell phones returned to me. Understand? <laughs> I always get my packages and cell phone back. Uh, I said, okay. He said, and he said, understand? I said, yeah, yeah, I understand. I said, um, I said, um, well, for, so I said, but whoever returns you're missing cell phone and packages, um, then that would presumably be your friends. Your fr are you, are you, if somebody returns your packages and cell phones, those, those are your friends, right? He said, yeah. Well, you know, people who return my cell phones and packages are my friends. I said, mm -hmm, cool. I said, uh, well, um, you know, if somebody's your friend, then you would help them and make sure that they can uh, get on 
to their bus that they have to get onto and make it to their destination without being molested, uh, being molested by some uh, ill-to-do people. He said, yeah, I would definitely help my friends uh, who return my cell phone and packages uh, get to their destination uh, without being molested. I said, okay. I said, okay, uh, you know, I said, I'll, I'll be back in a minute. He said, he said, I don't have all day. He said, oh, you got, I, I said, I need my packages and cell phone back within three minutes. <laughs> I said, uh, I said, okay, let me, let me see what I can do. Uh, and I went back to my friend and we discussed and we said, well, maybe we could like just run and try and jump on, you know, some bus. It's leaving like right then. Uh, again, with uh, the fucking his cousin is probably the goddamn driver or one of his uh-huh. 300 children, you know, probably a driver. Whoa, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, what are you talking so, about, you racist piece of shit? Hey, 300 man. children? Yeah. Shut up, you never know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. They like the fuck. What can you say? <laughs> um, so, get back to my friend. I said, uh, I said, look, uh, I said, I think we should just return his packages and cell phone to him. <laughs> they didn't really feel like we didn't, you know, we didn't really know anybody. I mean, he was pretty clear. He always gets his packages and cell phones returned to him. I told him, I was like, I'm sure he's going to get them returned to him this time, too, whether we like it or not. Uh, so I said, okay. Well, I said, let me um, – I said, give me your cell phone. I took the two, the two handbags that we had, and I went over, and I, I returned the guys uh, – I returned him his packages and his cell phone. And uh, I said, okay, you know, I'm, I brought, I, I found your packages and cell phone. I'm returning them to you. Uh, you know, um, since we're friends, you know, I'd, I'd like to ask for your assistance in making sure we can get to our desti- next destination unmolested. And uh, we waited for our next bus, got on our bus, and uh, made it to our next destination. We didn't really lose anything so important. Uh, but, uh, that's the story. So. <laughs> so you just got fucking robbed. Yeah, but it was, it was like the most strangest way of getting robbed ever. <laughs> yeah, we just got robbed. We got robbed. I mean, like, I guess I don't, like, I guess I'm just like, what the fuck are you supposed to do in that situation, right? Nothing. That's why. But it was just funny the way it's funny the way that he did it. He came up. He was very polite about it. He was just like, "Oh, you, somehow he's like, you, you've accidentally taken my packages and cell phone. I'd like to uh, collect them, please." So very it, that would be better than just like taking a pistol out of his fucking. It's like you're gonna give me your fucking stuff right now. Like that, you would have preferred the way he did it than that. Um. Yeah, I mean, look, there. I think that he. I mean, if he didn't get his pay, he would have. He or somebody else would have uh, robbed us at knife point or gunpoint, if or machete point, if we had not given it to him. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't so so I don't my, see. My I don't is, see the necessity of using the weapons if you uh-huh. just if you just like you know. Eh. What if it was a white person that walked up to you? 
uh, he was five five, super skinny white person walks up to you and says the same. I mean, what if you had, what if you walked up to us? <laughs> if I waddled up and say, "Hey, you uh, uh, have my badge, you have my badge, you idiot." <laughs> In my cell phone, um, too. Would you have done the same thing? If you were like, uh, oh, I, I just need a minute. It's like, I don't have all day. I mean, like, it, depends on, it, depends on, it depends on where I am. If I'm, if, I'm in some, if I'm in some shit town in Africa, well, no. Because I know that, I know that probably, you, you know, you don't have the clout. But if I was you, in you like... Africa, right? Isn't South Africa in, part of Africa? And aren't there white people in South Africa? Yeah, but you know, uh, white people aren't the criminals, so. Oh, so okay, okay. I was just making sure what, where your mind was in the discrimination, racism. No, it's the yeah. no, no, no. There are white criminals. What I'm saying is, if I, it depends on where I am, if I was, if I'm in Little Shalom and you walked up to me and you know twirling the little fucking braid on the side of your head, telling me like, <laughs> telling me like you stole my matzo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, I've been having this on my back all day. What are you doing here? Uh, you know, I, I, my, but it depends on where you are, you know. Um, so, uh-huh. you know, so yeah. So if you're if but, you're in New York City and and uh, a big black man comes up to you and says, "Give me half your luggage," what would you do? Um, you know, I probably wouldn't have done that. I probably would have kept walking because, see, here's here's the thing. Like, in New York, I can be relatively sure that I could, like, uh, duck into some kind of, like, subway, because I got them on every block, or, like, uh-huh. some some establishment and get some kind of relief, and I could be relatively sure I could call the police. And that there's some kind, you know, that there's some kind of structure that what, I could I could lean on if, to. You see uh, what I'm saying? What if, what if this was, yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But what? Okay, what if this happened? Let's say it was 1 p.m. This happened, and you hop on a bus and you go to I don't know Macy's, some other place. You get new luggage, you get a new cell phone, and you get all that figured out by 4 p.m. You walk outside, and then a big black man comes up to you and says, "Hey." That half my luggage, and <laughs> you have to give it to him again. You know, what if this is happening like two, three times a day? How many times does this have to happen until you just run and rather just fucking die? Well, I mean, I mean look. So we we figured out what we did was we didn't want to get we didn't want to get targeted again. So uh, we were smart. Um, we started wearing, uh, you know. The, started dressing like the locals um we we put on blackface you look at you know? <laughs> like you could like dressing like the locals like what is this the fucking blazing saddles like you know you're the KKK walking up like dude that doesn't work like what do you mean it doesn't matter how you dress you're not gonna look like a, someone from Ghana, unless you, you know. Blackface, I, blackface, blackface. What the? This isn't white chicks, or no, no, that's the opposite. But you get my, you get what I'm saying. It doesn't work. Well, let me tell you something. Whenever I get into a taxi cab in the uh, United States, typically uh, I'll find that the um, the driver of the taxi cab is. Um, not typically, but often the Just driver me. of a taxi cab is um, 
is an African, right? Uh, in like Washington D.C. Uh, and New York, there's a lot. Anyway, there's a lot of African taxi cab drivers. And first thing I do when I get it is I say, I say, don't tell me where you're from. Let me guess. Right? And they always say, okay, guess. Right? And I'm pretty good at guessing. Uh, where they're from, and you know what astonishes me is if I'm with white people, they always say this 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 uh, shindig is racist. It's not racist. So I always guess. I'm pretty good at guessing where they're from. I get it. I get the country in the eighty percent of the time, and I get close to the country, at least the region, uh, almost like the ninety percent of the time. And and how do I get that? Is because. Mother, it's so easy to tell if you've been to Africa where somebody's from. The uh-huh. um, so, so first of all, I, I, um, I so I'll tell you. Look, so North Africa, they're not black generally. So if he tells me from well, he's from Africa and he's not black, I know for I know he's from North Africa. Are, uh, it's that African Americans are mixed. That's well, no, but, but I'm yeah, but I'm talking. I'm not. Africans Americans aren't even that mixed. So here's how you can tell. Yeah, yeah, they, they, just here's, a little bit. Here's the first thing you look at. Here's the first thing you look at. The shape of their head. That's the first thing you look at. Uh-huh. Well, first thing you look at, is he black? If he's not black and he's from Africa, that means he's Egyptian, Tunisian, Moroccan, uh, you know. Uh, no, but even they're black. So, um, right, so you look at the, they're not black, they're from North Africa. Um, if they're freaking, if they're like, uh, Nightshade like Wesley Snipes, black hole black, like that. They're probably from uh, Central Africa or Senegal, because those motherfuckers are like nighttime black, like uh, like old old school cartoons where they right. turn off the lights. Can light you tell white people stuff. by the pic? Can you tell white people by the color of their skin? Probably, I haven't paid attention. But so let me. So, oh, oh, you, you don't. You, oh, you don't care. You, you haven't paid a lot of attention. I wonder why. Well, it's hard. I mean, probably, you know. Because racism to... is only interesting when it's about black people. It's not racist. It's not... Here's, the... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Who the about people, people, when right? I get it, when I get it, when I guess right, they're like, that's great. They're like, that's freaking awesome. And they always agree with me. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Freaking people from Nigeria, they do look like squares. <laughs> they're like fucking. They look like they're from that Batman show. That's Remember the Georgian. Batman cartoon? <laughs> That's Remember the so Batman weird. cartoon that had the square faces? Oh yeah, that's how uh, Nigerians look. So, um, so you're telling I'm, me that that uh, other you know that racism is just everywhere. That's not racist. Other countries are racist. It's not racist to say some some you know. So for example, Somalians and Ethiopians they got a watermelon shaped head. That's it. It's not racist. They got a watermelon for a head. Oh, that's not what? racist. You didn't no, say watermelon. What you could have said cantaloupe, you motherfucker. No, you because cantaloupes, cantaloupes are more round. If you look at the shape, if you go, I encourage everybody go look up uh, uh, Somalian Ethiopian and look at the shape of their head. It's like a fucking watermelon. It's not round like a cantaloupe. It's the fucking shape of a watermelon. They also have the Somalians have that sunken, sunken cheeks. Cheeks. The Ethiopians they also uh, have that gigantic and, and forehead, that African real high. Which other African country do they look like fried chicken? Uh, I'm curious. Which which one? You know, you're because you're on this. That's racist. No, I'm saying that you're you're literally using watermelon to justify. I don't know. There's similarities there. I know what you're trying to do. 
No, it's it's judging people based on the, the, the differences, the physical differences that they look. It's it's not racist at all, not at all. And the, the Africans, they all like, love it. I, you know, they uh, so. Um, but I, you know, I thought let's talk about. I wanted to talk about some uh, research um, that uh, I did. Uh, just a couple of concepts in my research this week. Um, you. You read the uh, research I sent you? Yes, yes, I did. All right, let's let's talk a about of, um, a lot of reading. Let's I, talk I about um, let's talk about something called hope confidence. Why don't you tell me? Now, hope confidence is a theory that I developed uh, in my PhD research. Uh, the research was about how to or building a framework on how to judge uh, where. Uh, territorial expansion will happen next all right um why don't you tell us what you what how you understood hope confidence hope confidence was a piece of that research yes yes hope confidence is how how much uh how people are confident with the with where their leaders are taking them and if that if where the leaders are taking them if they're if, if they're being true truthful or not um that's that's what i got from that would you that's it that's all you got from it well i'm I'm trying to look for my notes i took some notes in there i'm looking i'm critiquing your ass like what what the fuck (laughs) i didn't write the dissertation all right all right give me me all right so let's talk about hope confidence oh no okay centered, no, no, centered on population perception of societal movement. Uh, is this current status yeah. quo perceived? Yeah, it, it, that's what I just said. So, so, yeah, so, that, right. right. I, I, I just well, think let's, that, let's say, so hope confidence, so hope confidence, is, see, look at it this way. It's, it's what, it's the level of confidence that, like you said, the level of confidence that, um, a population has that the current status quo um, will provide a future for them that is going to be better, more economically abundant, and more secure than the future that they have now. So that's that's the that's the gauge. Um, whether or not they have uh, they they have confidence in the status quo making a better life for them than they have now. All right. So hope confidence. There's three. Levels of hope confidence. Positive hope confidence. Positive hope confidence means that um, the population does believe that the current status quo will give them a better future than the future they have now. So that's positive hope confidence. Mm -hmm. There's neutral hope confidence. That's where the population believes not that this current status quo will make uh, the future better, but that, you know, it's going to remain static. Whatever it is now, they expect it's going to remain the same. Their life's not going to get any better. The government's not, it's not going to make it better for them, but, you know, they're not expecting things to get worse. That's neutral hope confidence. Negative hope confidence um, is when the population believes that the status quo is going to make their life worse. 
heading in the wrong direction. So those are the three levels of hope confidence. And how does this deal with territorial expansion? So this has to do with territorial expansion because if you have positive hope confidence, it means that you are backing and you're a supporter of the current administration, the current status quo. You are behind them. So if you are adamantly behind some current status quo because you think it's going to make your life better, well, it's going to be next to impossible for some other guy to come over and sell you some other type of governing status or some other type of system. You know, he's not going to be – nobody's going to be able to sell you something else because you believe that you already have – you know, a, a good system. Just like if you believe that you had a great car, you believe in that car, it was a great car, you think it's going well, it's treating you well, it's working in the future, it's going to get even better. Well, you think somebody's going to be able to sell you a car? No. You're not but even going to, you're not even going to, you're, you're not even going to consider, uh, you're, you're not even going to consider, yeah. I think that this is, uh, I, I understand this as a base. But it's way too simplified, I think. And also, the whole confidence, this, this, it seems like this is something that made sense maybe the 19, 1970s and before or something like that. We live in a completely different age now. Like, so in terms of territorial expansion, like we don't have conquistadors going around to places. Everything is already a place. And so I think uh, if but we do practically, but, but we, but we have, but, but what, like do. what, like, like what, like what, um, okay. Okay. For first world countries, which Russia isn't a first world country, um, where, where what first world country is, is, uh, expanding ter territory? Well, we don't, first of all, we don't have to, we don't have to talk about territory expansion just as far as, uh, as far as, you know, countries, this, the, the the whole theory can be extrapolated up or down. So you could you could use that to um, figure out you know which political parties are going to be able to make gains in what area. You could look at it. You could say which gangs might be able to make gains in in gang neighborhoods. You could look at it as which tribes oh. might be able to make. So it's not necessarily you mean territorial expansion as in like getting more people onto a side. Like expanding on a certain well, idea. You, you, I mean, you could, you could. I, I, I mean, it can be extrapolated like that. But I mean, it, but that's part of it. I was writing about actual territorial expansion, about um, you know, one shifting borders. We're talking about shifting borders. But point is, is the theory is not necessarily um, beholden to that. But let me let's get so I just point this out. So that's. If somebody has positive hope, confidence, you're not going to get them to shift away from the status quo that they're already attached to. You're just not. But, but what because is the – if the status so, quo is different for every single person, so do you mean – yeah, what do you – I don't even know what status quo even means anymore because, you know, so what – well, like, for instance, some people might think the status quo of America is staying white, you know, and not having immigrants come in. And when the other status quo would be having America. Well, look, no, well, I mean, look, we're talking about, um, like, for example, um, you know, if you go to Norway, people are extremely happy and confident that the Norwegian government is going to make their life better in the future. 
they have positive hope confidence. So if anybody, and this is some kind of social democratic uh, government they have. So no, no other type of government, the communists or the, the uh, you know, unfettered capitalism or Nazism or fascism, there is nobody that's going to be able to come in and, and change the status quo. Because the people are happy with it. The people believe in it. They think it's going to make their lives better, so they're not going to switch away. Now, now, uh, so if you have positive hope confidence, you're not, you're not in the market. You're not in the market for anything different. If you're not in the yeah, market for I, a car, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. You're not in the market for a car. You're not going to buy a car if you're not in the market yeah. for it. You know what I mean? Because you're happy with yeah, what you yeah. have. Neutral hope confidence means that, uh, that, it's possible that you might be able to get some people to start considering different status quos because they're sitting around saying, well, you know, I don't expect life to get better, but I don't expect yeah. it to get worse. But they, they start being open towards – It sounds like Sweden is just content with themselves, their position in the world. Um, so, you know, it, it, Americans – nobody in America is content with anything. Right. Well, now, I would. I first would, off, I would, progressives, progressives want are not content, and now and conservatives are not content. No, I would say you. That's the point. Are. Here's the point. That um, so negative hope confidence means that you don't have you you believe that the present status quo is going to make your life worse in the future. If there is negative hope confidence, it means people start actively looking for something else. To have hope in, because people, the, the 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 movement is always trying to get confidence. That's what people. The 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 natural progression is societies want to be at positive hope confidence. If they're in positive hope confidence, they're not mm-hmm. looking. The farther they move away from positive hope confidence, the more they're going to start actively looking for something to give them positive hope confidence. I, and I would argue with you that uh, that the United States. Everybody has negative hope confidence. I think that nobody that's on any side, anywhere, says, yeah. "Oh yeah, I think I think Congress is doing a great fucking job. Our system, oh the the system we have, wow, they're gonna my my life's sure gonna get better uh, tomorrow." I think nobody has. Uh, um, at best, I, I, at best, there is a small percentage of the people that has neutral hope confidence. But I would gander that. Um, most people have negative hope confidence in the United States. But, Dr. Sankey, our lives, Americans, like the lives of Americans, keep getting better. They they just do. Like, like you know, they, they just are getting better. How so? What, what, what people, the cost of living, or I mean, the, the it has decreased. Uh, people, you know, there's welfare cost programs. Of has, cost of living has not decreased. Cost of living has not decreased. Oh yeah, that yeah, that is true. Well, people are making more more money now. The minimum wage no, they has gone up. No, they aren't. No, it hasn't. Yeah, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> uh, it, well, no, it hasn't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> is that so, okay? Now, so now, in the nineteen sixty, you might, you might, you might, no, in the you might make the argument. But you what, might make what the what argument like that some people might have. In the 1960s, college was free. In the 1960s, you didn't have in, in yeah, order to, uh, you know, drug prices. Black people couldn't go to white colleges. Well, black people didn't have – black people absolutely had negative hope confidence 
in the United States, the system at that time. Oh, okay. So, so no, I understand what you're saying. Well, in me saying that things are better now because you, you entered all the all the immigrants and African Americans into the mix, better, and that might better, and that might have made things worse or off for white people. So, so you're you're arguing better, that here's, here's, here's the trick. Here's the trick. Better. Just because something better does, that's got nothing to do with positive hope, confidence. Things could be better. But it still doesn't mean that I think that the status quo is going to make my life better in the future. It doesn't mean I have any confidence. And I would argue that practically I would I would freaking challenge somebody to go find five people that say, yeah, I think those fuckers in Congress are doing a great job. I'm sure they're going to do all these things to make my life better. That's, it's so but, great. When, You're not when going to find that. Time- when was a time that you that you could find that? Like, what are you talking about? Everybody's uh, always complained about the government. Not true. Uh, every, uh, that's yes, not true. It's, 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 human beings but, have done this for thousands of years. That's what people you know, do. I'll they complain you. about things. There's just there more issues times. now. Media created times. all these more issues. And now here, we, there we, are enjoy, we enjoy to talk about this shit now. But we what enjoy talking about transgenders. All these fringe new startup things to argue about. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when. I'll tell you. Uh, so, and this, this this is just a way to find out who has the potential to be territorial expanded upon. And but I'll tell you. Um, I'll give you an idea. Uh, when people, uh, white people, after World War II, had positive hope, confidence. Uh huh. That was the golden age. That was the good days. War was over. They were giving out loans. Okay, so people some, had, uh, some people capacity that manufacturing. has to happen for people to, to realize just how good they have it, right? No, there's got to be no catastrophe. Um, but, uh, you know, well, that's, well, that's uh, the only thing. World War II, everybody realized, oh, shit, I could die. I mean, you, we, this could happen right now. A meteor could come down uh, right now. Like, like we find out tomorrow it's going to land. And we would spend, the, you know, the whole day just just reflecting on our lives and being like, God, I wish that I could live. God, I wish. And then the meteor passes by Earth, and then we all uh, spend at least like a couple years just being cool with everything and being no, grateful be. for what we have. No, we wouldn't it's, be. But my listen, my point. Yes, my would. point is that United States. We don't is, realize what we have. But. The United States is embroiled with negative hope, confidence, and when you have negative hope, confidence, uh, you know that's that's a very bad thing because people are looking. It becomes more fractured. It becomes more splintered. It it opens up the uh, up the arena for all these populational yes. manipulators yes, to come in. You have to ask all what kinds are people mad about. All of, a lot of what people are mad about. It's not about it's not about what they're mad about. And disinformation. Like you're, thinking that immigrants are taking your jobs. But you're missing the point. That doesn't matter what they're mad about. That's smoke and mirrors. It doesn't fucking matter. What no, matters but it's is just smoke and mirrors that's manipulated the population into being mad. So it's, no, it is no, important. No. That's not okay, what, so what are people you mad can only, about? What you people can only negative? you can only manipulate people. The only time you're going to be able to manipulate people into is if they don't. The problem is is that everybody sees and understands that the current. Uh, the current status quo in the United States is not going to make anybody's life better in the future. Nobody's life is going to be more economically abundant, safe, and secure, and people know that. When they know that, then they start looking for alternative things to put there. If people 
believed. If people were like, hey, man, oh, you know what? I, these guys in Congress, wow, they're doing all these great things. That I'm sure they're, my life is going to be better economically uh, and security-wise, and life's going to get better under these guys. You would not be able to manipulate these people because they would be they would have the confidence in the status quo. So it doesn't matter what talking about what kind of manipulation. So, um, that's so exactly. I just, I just people yeah. people are being fed information from cell phones, constant news cycles of new issues, new issues that that that, and then they they add on to different sectors. One for conservatives. Freedom, right? They see freedom. So they have a problem with abortion, right? But it's not allowing the fetuses to be free, right? To be born. Um, but new, new, all these new stuff, black, black people, African Americans getting shot by, but no, no, African Americans being shot by the police. White people are looking at these videos and seeing protests from them, and they see this as a threat to them somehow. Like, like, and that's what their media is telling them that they, it is a threat to them. Woman going to co- woman going to college and taking right, jobs but, but, from men. They see it, women and black people. They're taking jobs from white men, and that's a threat to them. And that, and then they think it's impeding on their freedom right. because but, they used to be a threat. The only reason going for for hours. The only reason they're open. The only reason that they. But here's the thing: the only reason they can get manipulated is because they don't have, they don't. There's no confidence that the current status quo is going to make Dr. their life Stanky, better. The level of manipulation, the level of manipulation, is something that's it never even close to been seen. It's it's it, it, these new issues. It would have been really I hard to say, convince people. I don't think that's. I don't think that's. People are getting manipulated. No, the, the, uh, no it's been done. It's been done before. The Nazis, Goebbels, uh, was doing all this stuff. Yeah, Goebbels so, probably had a better, uh, you know, so they would have, okay. propaganda machine so what, than manipulation machine. Oh, oh, really? You think so? So, you, so let me let me explain the difference. One might be a speech or reading a newspaper on Jews, you know, where they try to break down. It's like these are where the horns are, you know, all that fucked up shit. Now what we have is. Right. And let me give you an example. We have a TikTok video getting sent out where there's a, a doctor, you know, someone with a PhD that was disbarred or something, goes and starts ex- breaking down in very in-depth detail. These are where the horns are, and then they and then they CGI horns onto a Jewish person. And you don't think that that level of manipulation is isn't so much farther? Like like they can break no. down. You can literally make a video. Of fucking anything, you can add shit on. You can make make believe fairy tales and have people believe it. You can make a video right now. It wouldn't be that hard to do it. Showing Bill Gates, like physically injecting somebody with COVID and a microchip, and it wouldn't be that hard to do. So when people are regurgitating this nonsense, and if it's eighty percent of what they're looking at, if they're on TikTok for three four hours a day. You will become an extremist in a week. Well, right. Well, that's why. That's why China. I mean, that's why China wants to. In in, in Nazi Germany, this was you know they were doing this shit for years, Uh, and then you know they were doing this shit for years. So the the level of manipulation is something so far that it doesn't matter how fast um, you know we we wake ourselves up 
it's too it's too much for even a human to comprehend the what we're seeing the images. For instance, the election being stolen, right? If you if you or I saw um, even hundreds of people ripping ballots and hundreds of people fucking you know, like doing weird sketchy shit with you know like we'd start to believe that this somehow can change the outcome of an election. Uh, which is fucking ridiculous to me because you get, you see hundreds of these videos and then you get mad. You get mad and then you think, oh, it must be hundreds of thousands. And so there's no way to overlook it. There's no way to go beyond it because now the election is stolen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Dr. Stanky. Dr. Stanky, I can't hear you. Dr. Stanky. You hear me? Oh, okay, there you are. All right. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Uh, so let's uh, let's sorry about that for a little bit of uh, uh, technical difficulties. Let's speak about elections. Now, this is not going to be a popular uh, view that I'm about to spout right now, um, but um, I'm sorry to let everybody know. I know this is going to come. It's going to be heartbreak, and I know a lot of people are going to going to piss me off. They're just going to reject this idea, and, just, and it, you know, it's hard to accept things that are true, uh, especially when it, you've been, you know, led to believe something your whole life, and then... It's, yeah, wake us all up, Dr. Stanky. Wake us all up. What is it? America is not a democracy. Absolutely. It's a republic. Not. It's not a democracy. You're... Now... I think we talked about it before. Now I'm speaking. I'm speaking about about the national elections. Uh, let's separate uh, local elections. Um, the, the farther down the poll you get, the more democratic um, the the elections are. So, but we're talking about national elections. That shit is rigged as hell. So when they say it was stolen, how, how yeah, is it rigged? Explain how uh, it is rigged. So, well, first of all, first of all, the you go back to the Constitution, the idea of an electoral college, that is not democratic, just by definition. That shit is not democratic. We, we, get, to, we get to pick electors, and those electors, uh, they're not bound to, uh, you know, to pick the person that they, that they voted for. That's not, so just by the fucking setup, it is not democratic, period. Not democratic. It is not a democracy. Second, how is it not democratic? It's not democratic because there's something called state capture. There's a theory called state capture. It's written about a lot. What state capture is, it's where um, the theory is is that um, outside influences, um, people with money, in this case corporations, um, they are able to capture 
the the wheels of government, uh, and now it's captured by these outside influences. So, the I would argue to you that uh, the U.S. government has been captured by uh, corporations. All right, and this has been captured by the Republican and the Democratic Party. The Republican and Democratic Party, and again, people are not going to like this. There really is no difference between them. Now, let me let me let me let me caveat that. The difference between them is on social issues, and they do that on purpose because social issues don't mean shit when you're talking about the actual governance of a country. Abortion doesn't fucking matter. That really has nothing. Gay marriage, homosexuals, transgenders, this, that, you know, uh, marijuana, that shit really, you know, it, it it seems like it means a lot because it affects our social lives. Like, I get that. It, 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 well, I, I it mean, seems I, like I, it's, it's very important. So, so the only difference between the two is these social issues, which they don't mean shit when you're talking about the actual governance of the country. When you look at the governance of the country, the Republicans and the Democrats are exactly the same. They're both corporate but No, no, no. So the, the underlining meaning behind all that, and that's freedom, and that's what that's a bedrock of this country. But, but listen, so, so uh, being again, transgender, freedom. being gay, gay marriage. No, freedom is a freedom is but, an important thing, and so the defenders of freedom in that way. That, but that's again. In the equation, it's 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 trivial, and people think freedom. It's it's trivial. We can talk all about freedom. They say we, but guess what they do? Freedom. Then they say, well, uh, freedom means that I now uh, that I let the the freaking the chemical company pour all their fucking toxins into the water. Freedom means that I I that they that. Pharmaceutical companies can charge eight hundred dollars for a bottle of insulin. There is not a democracy. Yeah, there's no. So, so my point is, there's not. And here's the other reason why there's there's not a democracy because the the corporate masters they do not care whether or not the Republicans or the Democrats get elected. That's why they give money to both. Both of them all. They don't give a shit. And then the Republicans and the Democrats they also they. The only thing they care about is making sure that they are the only two parties. Okay, if, if this, no, no. If this is if this is correct, then why why do some companies have lobbyists that give uh, millions of dollars to to one side or the other side? You think that they're just they doing it just stupidly? They give, it they give money. Go look at go look at these things. They give money. For campaigns, they give, lobbyists, lobbyists. They give Nancy, money how to both Nancy fucking Pelosi, sides. How, how did Nancy Pelosi? Yeah, different companies with different agendas. Give money. So, for instance, the cigarette companies, the gun companies, um, the oil companies, they give money to conservatives because they're trying to slow down the progress of turning everything electric. Go look. They don't just give money. They give it to. About? They give it to the fucking progressives. They give it to everybody. It's not. Yes, and, they give it to the, two different no, groups based and, on what. And here's the, here's the other thing is the Democrats and the Republicans of our they get together and they decide who's going to be the press, especially if we're talking about press. They decide this person or that person. So rarely Wait, does oh, the vote get rocked. Rarely does the vote get rocked. So so we'll go back to 2000, the 2016 election, which was a rare election. It was time that, that in both parties the hegemony of both parties was challenged. What I mean by that is 2016 election, they had already decided. 
Democrats that's have decided not, that Hillary Clinton – it is true – that Hillary Clinton was going to be the nominee. The Republicans – the, the, the establishment had decided that Jeb Bush was going to be the nominee. All right. In most times, that's what would have happened. And the corporate masters, they didn't give a shit about which one of those people won. They didn't fucking care because they own both of them. Now, 2016 was, was a little bit strange because on both tickets, people saw through that shit and they said, we're tired of your old ass, bum ass fucking people that you're giving us because you're just giving us corporate shills on both sides. The Republicans really did not want Donald Trump at that time. They did everything to try and make sure he not, did not get the nomination because they yes, he was not one of them. Same reason, same thing. So and and he did win the nomination, but they did they did every they did not want him because that was not the core the corporate masters wanted. That was not the choice on the Democratic side. Bernie Sanders almost got the nominations, and guess what? Debbie Washington Schultz, the head of the DNC, you go back and look, they cheated that whole primary. But, but Dr. Stanky, they, they cheated both, to make sure Hillary Clinton got parties, the nomination. Both parties might not necessarily care at all about the candidate. They want to win. So they chose no, Hillary they want, because he they, was the best chance. That's what they thought, that he was the best the chance of being Trump. That's no, what they thought. No, no, they did. That's, that's not what they thought. They did not think that. If they if they were trying to win, that's they why they wanted to go with Jeb Bush because they thought Jeb Bush had the best chance. No, of that's winning not why. That's not why. And if anybody, if anybody, um, if anybody, if they wanted the best chance, they absolutely would not have picked Hillary because everybody knew people fucking hated her. Half of the party hated Hillary Clinton. Okay, Doctor Stig, the, the job. Okay, let's talk about uh, Pete. It was yeah, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. He when he threw support to, to Hillary, right? When all these when all these um, Democrats dropped out and threw support to Hillary instead of um, Bernie Sanders, why do you think they did it? Because somebody told them, you or because guess. they wanted they went with the no. best option that they thought no. because they no. wanted to get a job in the administration. Because they wouldn't have gotten the job. So they, they give the 5% no, you know to the person you they think is I'll, going I'll to tell win. You why. Because it's in I'll their tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because they knew that the Democratic, the Democratic Party was never going to let Bernie Sanders get the nomination. They knew it. And that they, they knew it. Bernie Sanders knew it. There were no way. Even if he won, they would have said that he lost somehow. Or they would have said, well, he was disqualified in this state, so those votes doesn't count. Or, 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 or. They were not going to give him the nomination. They had already decided that Hillary Clinton was going to get the nomination. That's the way it works. Okay, you do not have a choice. Other, let's go in the other direction. Let's look at Ted Cruz, okay? Don't you remember it ended up being Ted Cruz versus Trump? He was the last man standing. He, he ended up – he was bashing Trump, you know, like – well, and, and he ended up throwing support. He was the last person to want to give support to Trump. But once Trump won – the the caucus and primaries or whatever he threw support to him yeah because well, there was no because other that, option because they have, yeah they have to but they you know what they they were very upset that they, they did not the establishment fucked up by letting Trump get the nomination they didn't cheat enough they didn't do anything so because they that's what it, I mean. Look, what I'm saying, you guys, on one end, not, you can't it's say not you, a, it is not a democracy. It is not. You're, de you're dehumanizing wanna... and humanizing these politicians, okay? So why don't we look at them with incentives, human incentives? What incentive 
did uh, Elizabeth Warren have? Oh, yeah, Elizabeth Warren didn't throw support to Bernie, even though even though she was more inclined. She threw support to Hillary Clinton. Why did she do that? Because she knew that Hillary had a better chance of being no, Trump. No, because she didn't want to get fucking blacklisted by the, the Democratic. What do you exactly, think because she but wants a job. She didn't want to get blacklisted. Yeah, she wants. No, she didn't want to get blacklisted. She knows what happens. She knows what happens if you support the person. It's it's just like the it's just like the live golf tournament that they got going now. If you decide you want to support the live golf tournament, you're out. If you supported Bernie Sanders, what they're going to do is they're going to start telling they're going to primary you. They're going to make sure they primary you. They're going to make sure that they give their that person who primaried more funding. They're going to pull your funding. They're going to make it where you you, you hard for you to get on the ballot. They're going to cheat to make sure you lose. So they, they I don't know. They, I, I think it's I think it's ridiculous to me to think that to actually believe that the first Democratic Socialist, right, that 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 that, that he would seem to have the best chance uh, to win the election. Like yeah, like, he would. He, it was he would have won. In, he he would have won in 2016. Maybe. Maybe. He but, would. No, he would have won. He would have won. Got, he, no, no, maybe. But from what we know. From what we know, socialism has not been accepted by a large – like a, a large majority of Americans don't accept it. And they start thinking of Cuba, Cuba. they start thinking of Russia, and it, scare, and it scares them shitless. So it's daring. It's extreme. That's why they didn't want Trump, because he seemed like an extremist in another way. They want to go with the safest option. That's why Biden uh, won. He's the safest option because they uh, think no. he's going well, to win but so they can have a job in the end whereas no, if they just go with their heart which they don't and which you not, agree it, but listen don't you think don't you think i mean don't are we so stupid that we get fooled by the same the same greatest hits every four years the same fucking greatest hits i'll tell you what they are oh here they are oh uh you know oh you you need to it's just the most important election in our time. We have to pick this guy who, well, you might not like him the best, but he's the only one that can beat the demon on the other side. He's the only option that can win. The greatest, or, well, uh, don't vote for a third party because this election is too important. Uh, you know, you're just going to let the demon win on the other side. It's the same. So who is the safest, who is the safest, who is the safe option? Obama or Hillary Clinton? in uh, uh, 2008, who is the safe option? Because somehow, somehow... Well, look, I'm going to tell you... The establishment didn't all, win. Yeah. The establishment didn't yeah. win because Obama yes, made did. it. The first African-American president. They were going wait, 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 wait. Hillary wait Clinton. Paul, wait, wait, wait. The establishment did win. Are you kidding me? What did Obama oh do God. when he got in? What did he do? What, what, what was... First, no, 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 no. That's first, not the argument. First, no, no, no that's but he, but he was the worst this stuff. He, he did exactly what the bankers told him to do. The first that's what Hillary was, Clinton. That's what Hillary Clinton would have done the same exact thing well, as my, Obama. That's my, that's They're my both point. centrist. That's my fucking point. You don't have any choices because the the establishment is a bunch. They're all a bunch of Uncle Toms. They they just they're just <laughs> corporate monkeys and they jump and they only will let they have pre-approved screen. It's like they screen. You know, we say they they screen people that say we're only going to let fuckers that are only going to do what the bankers want that aren't going to make any real change that may let some social change because the corporations they don't give a shit about social change. 
Corporations don't give a fuck about abortion or guns or drugs or marijuana or gay marriages. They don't give a fuck about that. What they care about is deregulating. Oh, okay. I see, I see sure what you're can... saying. They want to. No. They want to sell. They want a, a sellout. Somebody that will bend to the will of the corporations instead of having somebody and, to go and, against. And so there's yeah, no I, difference. I get your point there. And they and they play the same. Both sides play the same fucking greatest hits every four years to make you think that it's the most important election yeah, but ever. The new, and you okay, better then, get behind. You better get behind this fucking guy. Then it's the nuances. Not really gonna make any change. It's the nuances that are important. I agree that they're similar, but it's the differences that matter. So if you let's say you were you had a real estate company or you so, so whatever, um, who would you vote for, a Republican or a Democrat? When, when Republicans, the interest rate is always lower, and, and with the tax cuts, and or if you're a small businessman, who would you who would you rather vote for? These are the small things. They're not just selling points. It's the truth. We could just stick to one thing: taxes. Who is going to for the next four years? Who would you? What would you rather have? Are you on welfare, right? Or are you not on welfare? What would you rather I'm vote gonna for? Vote, I'm going to vote for somebody who's going to make sure that we turn it into a parliamentary system and get more parties and get uh, universal health care. But none okay, of them are going to do it. Okay, none of them are what do was it. the small? Tell me what, what would the small the small business owner? What would they vote for? What would be better for them in the next four years to pay less taxes or more? I rest my case. Uh, I mean, it's as simple as that. People are the time. most money it's driven. But that's not – that doesn't even make sense You're saying either. that you're so, saying so, so we what? shouldn't worry so, – so you're saying we shouldn't worry about social issues. I get that. I understand your point on that. We shouldn't worry about social issues. Should we worry about how much money we have in our pocket? But, but again, that's Should also – Should we worry about so how much power the government has to spend on other social what? issues? So what if I have – so what if I got another – Three dollars in my pocket, but I don't have health care. So what if I have another three dollars well, like in my $3, pocket? Well, three thousand dollars. Okay, if I don't have, so fucking what? If I have three thousand dollars in my pocket, and I don't have any no, health care. I agree. So I what? agree with if you. I, if so I, if what? I, there's no schools, or or if in Jackson, Mississippi, there's no fucking running water. I mean, you look at what's going on right now. It's, it's or so I, I, fucking what? If I see and, and there's, uh, the bridges are crumbling, there's no inf I mean, it's the difference between looking the long term and looking the short term. And the people live in the present, so they like that short term. If I'm gonna get three thousand in cash, I'd be like, woo! I'd be fucking ecstatic. But if if I thought that I was gonna be paying more money, if I was gonna be paying an extra hundreds of dollars at the taxes, and then in in six years there's less homeless people, you know, on the street, I'm not thinking about that. Okay, so, so that's the difference. It's it's not. There's no democracy. There, if we had a parliament, the only way you can have a democracy is if you have a parliamentary system. This winner take all is not. A, it's impossible to have a and they know it's not. And there's no difference between the Republicans and Democrats. And they now again, we did have a weird election in 2016 when we when when people fought back against um, against and and they they almost. You know the Republicans they they did they did beat out the the establishment. The establishment absolutely did not want Trump. He was absolutely not their choice, and they did everything yeah. they could to make sure that he did not get. But he was well, able to push back. The same with Bernie Sanders. They were not going to let him get. And I'll tell you what. Doctor, I'll tell you what. Thank you. Was Trump? Well, I, I have a question for you. Right? Was was has before Trump? You know, ran for the primary. Did he did he do anything? For politics, other than say that Obama was from Kenya, 
you know? No. 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 He didn't do jack shit, so he had no exposure whatsoever because everybody realized this guy fucking didn't do anything. Whereas politicians can at least say, oh, I participated in creating this bill that helped these people. So it makes more sense for politicians to win rather than some fucking... No, uh, well, I mean, look, Bernie Sanders is a politician. It's, uh, what what it is is what it is is they are not going to let people get it. They, they're okay, so uh, and and here's the thing: they are never going to let um, let a uh, third party become viable because the only thing they care about, the only thing that the Republicans and the Democrats care about is making sure that there's never any other party and making sure that the elections stay as a winner-take-all election. But, Dr. Stanky, there's there's some practical – I don't disagree with you, but there's practical reasons on why that might be the case. Because, yeah, what, because what's going to happen? Because, no, no, no. What's going to happen? Nancy let's, let's wants $100 million. No, 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 no. Let's start with one – let's say one group comes, right? If the group that comes is more to the left, or more to the right, even by one fucking percentage point, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be 20 fucking years of the other party winning. And you know what's going to happen to that person that's either Democrat or the Republican? You know what's going to happen? They're not going to have a fucking job. So it, it is important to them. So one party, so they would have to understand that they're making this, they're taking a step to maybe politics being better 30 years from now, but in the no, present, it's not. It's not they're being, losing their not, job. Yeah, that's, no, what a third party, that's what a third party is going to do. Yeah. A third party in any side is going to mean that everybody, that half of the Democrats are going to lose their job. That's what they, it's going to mean. They're good. They all of them should lose their job. If I, was, if I became ruler right now... Yes, but yes, why would they stop I would just, that? I would just, I would, they wouldn't. That's the point. They, 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 yeah. they both want the same thing. None of them care. None of them give a shit. They all are... Not all, but most of them are fucking corporate monkeys. The corporations write the laws. The corporate they write the law and give it to them and say pass this law. They don't even fucking read it. There's no democracy. We do not have a democracy, and people need to understand that. And the more people that understand that, and I said before, I should. I'm, I think I'm going to start an organization. If I had more money, uh, the next next election cycle, I would start encouraging people not to vote. If everybody didn't vote, then the whole system loses its legitimacy. So it, so so this is this is something that I want to say, okay? Trump is a fucking asshole, and I really hate him. Um, that being said, I think that if somebody an independent came along and did similar stuff that Trump is doing in in um, you know promoting freedom of speech and and in but but unity between the Democrats and Republicans, showing showing everybody that it's all bullshit you know, in a, in a positive way that actually brings people together and, and maybe change shit to a parliamentary system because everybody tr actually trusts him, but he doesn't use that power to become a fascist, right? That would be a very, very beautiful thing. And that would show how, you know, the, how free America is. The problem is power gets to people's heads. And that's what we see with Trump. He got too much power, and it made him fucking uh, cocoa bananas. No, he was already cocoa bananas. Oh, oh by yeah, the way, the, know, yes, there's yes. a new – there's uh, right now under in, – uh, in Chile, there is a vote to uh, – for a new constitution. The old constitution was written by the dictator Pinochet in, like, 1980. But this new constitution – 
Yeah, this new constitution, um, it uh, guarantees uh, the rights of indigenous people. It solidifies climate change into the thing. It uh, it solidifies taxes on corporations. It guarantees health care to everybody. It guarantees free education. So you're telling everybody. me that the globalists and, and Epstein have has their hand written all over it, right? No, I think it's a good. I think it's good, but it's not. Yeah, it's yeah, not going to pass. Good. It's not going to pass because there's no yeah. way. Because there's no fucking way that the globalists and and the cabal that's running they are going to let that. There's no way they're going to let that constitution pass. It's just not. It's going to get voted down. Now, whether or not it's because they cheated, there is no fucking way they are going to let Chile do that kind of constitution and set a precedent for other people to come behind and do the same thing. It's, they're just not. Do you think that a, a major problem in Chile right now is is uh, is how they contribute to global warming? Uh, and my second question is, do you think that that problem... I don't think that I don't think that I don't think that hurt jobs will hurt jobs more and maybe just fucking more of a chance to leave Chile into an economic collapse by signing a new. No, you don't think so. No, no. Uh, I think that the globalists uh, prefer that to happen if the constitution is signed. Right. No, I mean they don't want it signed, but I mean, but I'm, but I'm sure. I'm sure that if they do put the, if they do, I'm sure if they somehow they're they're rigging and somehow they fuck up and they let Chile, um, and they let them, somehow they fuck up and Chile does pass this new constitution. I am positive the World Bank and the IMF and all these people are going to put the squeeze on them and make sure that their economy crumbles. So then they can say, "Oh, see, look what happened." Uh-huh. I'm I'm positive there. Even if they get the if they get the constitution passed, the powers that be are not going to let it succeed. They are just not. So not I, I understand it. what you're saying because these institutions are controlled by people, uh, and and power is used to manipulate to get more power or to keep things the same. And just be, just because of that, just because there is power, it means that they are doing these things. So, you so know, if, another thing, Bank, if it benefits the World Bank and that's their incentive, then yeah, like, here's, and they will do that. Here's the um, another thing I wrote about in my my uh, PhD research. I wrote about um, the most dangerous organizations are um, I call them non-rooted organizations. So a rooted organization would be, say, like a national government. And what I mean by rooted, it means like they control some kind of territory and they have people in that territory. So they're responsible in some shape or form of these people, right? So if they fuck up or they do bad things, well, that the people are going to, you know, get mad or their lives are going to get worse and they have to deal with these people here, right? So they can only – they can't really do anything that they want because it's – some respect they are beholden to the people because you can only push the people so far so there are there are repercussions you can't just do whatever the fuck you want because you got all these people here and you can only make their lives so terrible before it so, should so go this, down right? okay this is this is so my, that's, that's this a root that's a rooted organization yes the most dangerous organizations are non-rooted organizations those are organizations that don't have any constituents hold on hold on uh so, hello? Like, as in just an idea? Now. Can you hear me? Hold on one. Yeah, I got, I'm got. i having technical problems here. Hold on. 
I'm having te- I'm having technical difficulties. Can you hear me though? Um, yeah, but I'm 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 like somehow. Okay, there we go. Um, I was having technical difficulties. Um, so a non-rooted organization is an organization that um, doesn't have any constituents, doesn't control any territory, and it, it, so it doesn't. It's not beholden to anybody like the World Bank, like the IMF. These are the most dangerous organizations because they can do whatever the fuck they want and there's no blowback to what they do. They can wreck an economy. And, who, and there's no blowback because what, well, you know what? Sorry, those people, you those I, I actually don't know what the MMF, IMF is. What, what is that? International Monetary Fund. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, they can... They can go and they can try to do predatory lending on a country, make them do all these um, <coughs> these neo these neoliberal uh, uh, concessions, get rid of all these things. The economy tanks. Now they owe a, owe a whole bunch of money, and it doesn't matter because who takes the blame? Who ultimately takes the blame? Takes the blowback for that? It's the government that's with them. It's not the IMF. It's not the World well, Bank. Do you think yeah, that? They, do you think that the country should be held responsible for getting in these contracts with the bank for because they want to get more money and then it's mismanagement that leads to the bank taking it over? Isn't no, it's like, not mismanagement. Okay. It's, it's no. Isn't it's it, isn't it the same thing as a, as a person it's a scam. Taking, it's a scam no, to it's, get to get money and pay interest for the money. No, it's a scam. Look, it's a scam. So those loans, they're never designed. They're not designed to help the country. They're designed to push policies on the country, make them go with these neoliberal policies, get rid of subsidies. Where do you get that bridge? Because, okay, so the bank, let's just simplify it. The bank has a bunch of money and a country doesn't have enough money, wants more money to work on projects. So what does the country do? They go to the bank like, hey. Can I have some money? It's like, yeah, I'll give you this money, but you're going to pay this interest rate. No, it's more that. than that. Where do you get, no, where do you get all that. this other they say, they say we're not going to give you this money unless you cut teachers' salaries. We're not going to give you this money unless you get rid of your uh, unless you get rid of your food welfare program. We're not going to give you this money unless you uh, agree to let Halliburton uh, build build uh, some railroad you don't need. We're not going to give you this money unless how do you, you uh, how do you know that? unless you yeah, let that ex- actually true. Yeah, unless you let uh, unless you let Exxon Mobil, uh, you know, be the one that runs your oil. We're not going to give you this money unless you do this, unless you do that, unless you do this, unless you do that. And and then they say, and the the, the people don't have a choice. These politicians that are taking the money, they don't give a fuck because they're skimming off the top. So they say whatever, we don't care. We just, and then the IMF and the World Bank they say if you do this, you're going to have some kind of economic growth. They're going to say, oh, you're going to have 20% economic growth a year. They just make some fucking number up. And so so that justifies these huge loans, a gigantic interest, but that 20%, that was a bullshit number that was never going to happen. And then what happens is then, then the country ends up owing an interest payment that's more than the GDP. They can wait, never wait, pay wait, it back. Hold on a second. Are we just going to completely take the responsibility from the country out of it? Because this is not the, the deal and agreement. Well, I mean, the country does. Those people, they don't they, look. The, I'll tell you. No, no, the, no. The because people, it's, they're bartering. They're bartering. So, so they they want they want this money, but they want even more money. They want a, even a, a better deal, no, and they what, want to pay listen, less what of the, the what interest. The people, so, so what they, the people they want add these other the, stuff, and they agree to it. 
but it's not the people that agree to it. It's the corrupt politicians that agree. And the only oh, okay. reason that they're the only reason that they're agreeing to it is because they stole all the money to begin with, and they ran the country into the ground. And they say, "Oh, look, now we need." And what the, the people are, you know, like in Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka's about to take a big bailout by the IMF because the the president ran the country into the ground. They got no money to get fuel. They got no fuel in the country. They got no food in the country. They got no anything. And the only way they can get anything now is by taking big loans from the IMF and World Bank. I mean, they could. And and, and the people don't have a choice. Because the people are like, there's no fuel. There's no food. I guess take money from the World Bank. But now the World Bank's going to tell them that they got to do all these things. They got to take away the fuel subsidies. They got to take away food programs. They got to take away this. They got to take away all the social programs. They got to do this. They got to cut their spending. They got to do all these things. And it's really just designed to push this neoliberal world. And quite honestly, this neoliberal globalist world order is probably the most dangerous thing that there is. Uh huh. Well, you know, and you know who runs that? You know who runs that? Oh my God! I don't know. I'm asking. Do you know who runs that? Uh, uh, people, people, people with money, people who have power. Who who runs it? People with money and power. It's human. Oh, I I know. Human fucking beings. Is it a certain type of person? I don't know. No, it's not a certain type of person. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? I, I see what uh, you say. I, I, I do see what you're saying. But yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's black people. Okay. Listen, I, it's such so, a, it's such a, it's a human being with money and power. But what, like, why are we going to debate, you know, on, on the race or the religion? I, I would say what would make the most sense, if we're thinking statistically, there's more Christians out there. So it would be run by, Christians. That would be a safer bet. Here's the the deal. Like, again, uh, to you people in the United States, you don't have a democracy, especially now at the local level. Yes, the local level is democratic, and I encourage everybody. Everybody needs to get out there and vote in their local elections. Vote for your attorney general. Vote for your school board. Vote for your local councilman. Because that that is where you can make a difference. Absolutely, you need to be involved in those votes. And unfortunately, those are the those are the places where the least amount of people get involved in. People jump in and get involved in this fucking presidential election, and they trick everybody thinking like, "I voted, I voted, because I voted for fucking president." That that vote doesn't make anything. I have a question for you. For, for you to spend so much time talking about how it's not important to vote, let's say you talk 15 minutes about that, and then you just do a little sound bite, what, like one minute of why, why it's important to vote. On what local people, elections. What's more, yeah, on, on local, local elections. No, I get it. I get it. But what are people, it's like, you got to, you got to, I guess you got to think, like, what is the overall impact of what I'm going to say? What are people going to hear the most? If you spend so much time um, devaluing, the, you know, the, it, that institution of voting, national devaluing election. the election and saying, Na- yeah, national, national election. election, but you talked for 15 minutes about that. You know, because, it, that's, I, what, I just think because that's what I trick people into thinking that they have a voice. You have no voice in your national election. That's bullshit. You are wasting your time. There is no difference between that Republican and that. They're both going to fuck you. They both don't care. They both are corporate shills. They both are corporate monkeys. They both are just going to – they're not going to do – they're not right, going to do if, anything okay, for you. Okay, what if you – what, what if you – what if you're pro uh, having abortions? Or, or, uh, Other than social or, issues. Other than the social issues. But in the long run, social issues don't mean shit. 
They really don't. It seems like they're more important to us because that's what we see in our. That's what we see. We see that impact in our in our lives on a daily basis. So you're saying, but when we're talking so about the long hand, run, on one hand, you're saying that having an abortions, um, ha- having abortions, the, the communities that that get uh, abortions restricted, they end up being in 20 years. They end up being a way fucking worse. And the, but let and me tell you crime rate those, and all those, stuff. Is that social? Issues, is that social? You say that with one those, side of your hand, and the other you say that, oh, it's just a social issue. Like social, those social like issues. It, but see, those social issues are going to be decided on the, on the local level. It's going to be it's going to be the the city ordinance, the county ordinance, the state ordinance. that's going to decide those issues. Uh. It's it's both. It's gonna be it's gonna it, it, it's, it's, no, it's, not. it's literally both. So it's, it's not um, it's not it's not literally both. It's not it's not really if you So saying that you can't ban so 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 Roe v. Wade being overturned, right? Uh and, and now let's say a state a state can ban um Yeah, those are your local elections. Those are your local elections. That's your the, Okay, the, then what what if what if ninety percent of people in a state they agree with banning an abortion, and then they do ban it. What about those ten people? Should they have not voted in the general election? Should, should, should they have just let it happen, and then it gets to the state election and they're voting? It's like, woo! I'm, I'm voting for the more important but, thing, yeah, the mean, more you, important you thing, look. and then they get fucking fucking the ass for it. You that can look. You can uh, look. You can vote, but you got to understand that you that there is. It's not a democracy. You don't really have a choice. Vote in your local elections, and we should have total disdain for it. And, 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 and the brainwashing that they've done and talking about how they've really you – know, they've brainwashed you the opposite way. They've, forced, they've gotten people away from voting in their local elections, making them think, well, I voted for president. I did my civic duty. No, you didn't. You didn't do shit. You, I mean, like, you didn't oh, no, no. if you vote for a Democratic candidate, you're not racist. That's how. Yeah. It works. Oh, sure, sure. Or they, right. It comes down to these tropes. It's like, oh, I because yeah. because I uh, because I support Donald Trump, I'm racist. It's not true. It's absolutely not true. I love women, so I vote Democrat because women. You know, you know it's, it's an easy tree to go down. You connect the dots. If if Democrat, you know, they they would keep uphold Roe v. Wade. It means that you hate women. But and let me tell you something. And let me tell you something. On on the social issues, uh, there is a big difference between the the different the different the different uh, parties. Yeah, but you're acting like the about, social but, issues. But here's the, the thing: the social issues are more important. You're not right. But this is my point. This, but on the local level, and what you're going to find, you're going to find that the Republicans are going to take over the social issues. Why? Because they are very good at getting motherfuckers to go out and vote for your school board. No, they're very good at of, gerrymandering. What are you talking about? School but they don't they don't gerry, they don't gerrymander school boards. These are small dishes. That's not no. They're very good. The Republican machine is very good at getting people to come out to the local small elections. The school board, the county sheriff. They, they're very good, and you have, if you start looking now, guess what you find all over the country, even in these blue states, you start looking at school boards, which are very important because that's who controls what our kids learn, what they do in the school. All of these school boards have flipped to hardcore, crazy-ass QAnon-supporting, crazy-ass Republicans. 
Uh-huh. They're banning all these books, even in these Democratic states. Why? Because they're very good at getting people to go out to the local election. Okay, so and it doesn't I, it I doesn't say, take a lot. In some ways, maybe being a Republican, uh, debating how things how things are right or how things were, uh, might be a safer debate topic than say, than trying to expand on things, which could scare people. So maybe maybe that's why. I, I don't know. I, I actually don't understand why the Republicans are so much better at these local elections. Maybe oh, you know what? It's young people, right? They they no, vote in the general they're election. Just, they're just, they're just uh they're well i think i think you're you're very you're good i think that they are uh they're very good at um cuz look they're only what do you do to sell what do you do to sell the democratic party or the republican party well look here's the deal there are, and this also was in my uh in my phd research <laughs> tax only tax two. breaks you think that's not the easiest thing to sell no it's it, it, tax breaks but here. that's not that's not what gets people out to total local elections local uh, local uh, elections Okay, in every That's election, in every election, local elections. Oh, lo- local elections. Okay. Because local elections are not setting taxes. Tax breaks does not get people out to local elections. The economy what, is are, always are, number one. It's, it's again the one, two, or third what, most important issue of every fucking election. For national elections, that's not what gets people out to local elections because local elections, the the economy is not decided on a local election. That does not get people out to local elections. It doesn't. I wrote in my dissertation a big part of it was there are only two things. There are only two things that motivate people, hope and fear. That's it. Only two. You either sell hope or you sell fear. Fear is fear is much more immediate. Fear is like easier to push on people. Uh, fear is stronger in the short term, um, but it's less powerful over time. So, so could you see hope, the effect hope, of hope giving is, hope or taking much. away money? Wait, do, do, do you see the effect of giving or taking away money to this equation, uh, making someone more fearful of, of not having money or having more hopeful? No, that's, more that's not that's not what they I mean, what they the, so the Republicans have been very good at drilling fear into their people for a long time. Uh, you know, oh, they're gonna take your guns. The IRS is gonna have people coming to your house with guns. Oh, the Mexicans are coming to take your jobs. Oh, uh, white people are being oppressed. Oh, uh, the school board is teaching critical race theory. Oh, now, uh, you know, they're going to make your kid, uh, he's going to hate himself because he's a white person. They're very good at shelling fear. Very good at shelling fear. And fear is what gets people out to the local elections. uh, So you, you think that Republicans use fear more than Democrats? I mean, yeah. I understand what you're saying, but I, uh, no, I, I wouldn't say they use. I wouldn't say they use it more because both of them use it because both of these fuckers. Both I, of these I don't think you should argue organizations uses it more than the, the other. No, like, I was gonna say. Yeah. I want to tell you that one uses it more effectively than the other. Are you for sure? sure. Yes. Are absolutely. you sure? I'm absolutely sure. I am. Uh, the, the Republicans use it much more effectively to manipulate uh, this. Well, this okay. Well, let me just use this example, and you tell me what you think. The, with the BLM, why is your voice? I think your your voice sounds BLM, weird. No, Something's, I with the BLM protest that became um, that be that you know some people rioted. Uh, 
you know, the the um, police come in. Your voice sounds and, weird. There's something wrong with your microphone. Oh, it does? Check it. Yeah, check your voice. All right, can you hear me? Yeah. You follow me on that? Check your voice. Yeah, I, fo- I follow you, Dr. Stanky. I, I get it. But I'm saying, okay. I'm saying that I, I, can, I don't think you can argue that, that um, because look, the, the fear of Trump being a fascist, that's what sparked uh, all these fucking Democrats coming in. But that's the national elections. Biden. We're not talking about national. Oh we're not talking God. about national elections. I'm talking about local elections. Okay, that okay. doesn't bring in, and they don't give a shit about that. Na- national elections don't mean shit. That's not. You're not going to get any change. It's, you know, you get one asshole or another, and there's really no difference between them. You know what it actually maybe. is? It's as simple as this. Old people, more old people are, are Republicans. And it's as simple no. as that. I don't think so. What the and, fuck? And when you find out, you're right. And you are right. Uh, the, the Republicans are very good at uh, gerrymandering. So they, they're very good. So, I mean, the, the, you'll find that there's way more Democrats than Republicans, uh, if you just had, you know, if they really, if they really, really, really just wanted to have um, uh, some, you know, um, if they really wanted a, a, a democracy, one, they would have a popular vote for the president. That would be yeah. Democratic. One. Second, second, they would change, they would, uh, what they would do is they would come up with some way where... Uh, Dr. Stanky, this is what I would argue. Old people can get more afraid of change than any other group. Um, so if there's more Republican old people and they, they vote the most because they have the time to do it, then it makes sense why Republicans... I don't know. I don't, I don't know where you're getting... I, I, I don't know where you're getting that. But um, let, me, let me change subject. I want to talk on a subject that's just in the news. Um, Student loan debt cancellation. Let me oh, tell you yeah. something. This 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 student loan debt cancellation is just a freaking. It's just a. It's just a play. This is a marketing stunt by Biden. Oh, my you know God. what I tell you, and I want to tell you why. Because ten thousand dollars doesn't mean shit to so many people. I know somebody. Do I know somebody who, in nineteen ninety five, maybe nineteen ninety four, they. And, you know, they finished college. They had $20,000 in student loan debt in 94. That's what they had when they left college. All right. They've paid. They don't think they've, they've missed no payments. All right. Um, since 1994, they've paid $60,000 back. You know how much money she owes? She owes $140,000. Uh-huh. So she started with twenty. She's never missed a payment. She's paid sixty thousand dollars back, and she still owes a hundred and forty. Ten thousand dollars doesn't mean shit to her. And the other thing is, it's ridiculous. It's just you know that the, large, the and, largest percentage of people that owe money—I I don't know the exact percentage—but it's, it's between five thousand to it's it's between five thousand to twenty thousand. So for you to say, for you to say. That it, that doesn't make a difference. I mean, like I I don't know what I I like I yeah. Right. There's, there's I, the fine, people that spend. But here's 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 the thing. Here's the thing. 
it's a, it's a ploy because they didn't, they're not doing anything to address the problem. And I, it's, the, the problem's so fucking simple. And I'm sure they've thought of it because they got a lot of smart people up there. It's such a, it's simple. Congress, they need to come to say, we're only going to let these companies charge a maximum amount of interest. You can set that, you know, 100%, 200%. Shit, even say 300%, right? We're going to say, you know what? You can only charge a maximum amount of interest over the lifetime of the loan. Say 300%. Isn't that a little bit what happened with the housing crisis where people were getting, no, that's, that's, like, scammed? No, that, that's different what was happening. There, but, but, so, they need to say, set it at 300%. 300% is a lot. Then once they set it at 300%, they say, now we're going to go back and we're going to look at all of these loans, and they're going to check. They're going to say, has that person already paid 300% interest? If they have, then their loan is paid off. So in the case of my friend, if the interest is set at 300%, uh, that means he's paid 60000 It would mean that he'd, uh, he'd still have to end up having to pay another $20,000. Because that, at 300%, it would mean you pay $80,000. But at least that means there's an end to the cycle. And if they find out somebody's already paid 300% interest, so let's say I borrowed $20,000, I already paid 80000 But I still owe 100000 somehow. Well, once they look, they say, you know what, he already paid 80000 The rest of that loan is canceled. It's just, it's just fucking corrupt. I mean, yeah, I, I can't Super even, corrupt. it's just like even, that's terrible. Super cool. And, and, uh, the, you, the, these, these loans, you cannot refinance them. It's against the rules to refinance them. You cannot, if you file bankruptcy, it doesn't matter. You cannot, uh, get out of bankruptcy. You can, and so it's, it's, it's a big, 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 big scam. And the thing with Biden, he gave $10,000 of student loan, which, like you said, a lot of people maybe have only $10,000 of debt, so that's good for them. I mean, the statistics show most people, it's between 5000 to 20000 And the well, people, you know, and, and for most people who owe, uh, like, you know, this is a, this is a, an unfortunate case, but most people who owe 160000 you know, they, they, they study to be doctors, you know. That's and not true. They, my, my friend owes, my friend owes 140000 but he only borrowed twenty. No, I know, I, I know, but I'm just saying a lot of the people who uh, went to law school are, are studied to be doctors. Not nowadays. The ones that had to pay more for med school. I'm just saying. Not, they're not the ones nowadays. Pay... Nowadays, uh-huh. the college is forty, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. And you know what? I have a, I know somebody, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the, any of my listeners, parents included, if your child is thinking about going to get a degree in social sciences and he's going to take out loans for that, tell him, do not do it. Do not go to college and take out loans for a social sciences degree. That social sciences degree is barely worth the paper it's printed on if you didn't take out loans. Uh-huh. It, I don't believe. Thank you. T- tell these people not to go after their dreams. There's um, no, a good job at the no, no. gum bucket. No, listen, what I'm saying is, is that they're going to tell you that you go to college, get that social, it's going to, it's going to help your life. Bullshit. If you go get a social sciences degree and take out loans, that shit is going to ruin your life. It is going to ruin your life. That degree is not going to help you make money. You will never be able to pay off those student loans. Do not do it. If you, if you 
just have to got some some boner hard on to go get a social sciences degree. Now I'm not talking about. Uh, it's a different story if we're talking about some kind of engineering degree or medical degree or uh, you know some kind of programming degree. That's a different story. I'm not telling you to not necessarily take out loans to do those kinds of degrees. It's a different story because the earning potential, uh, the, the job market, the future, that's different. I am talking about social sciences. Do not, do not, do not take out a loan. If you got some hard on to go get a social sciences degree, one, you, you should either, you got to figure out a way to do it where you're not taking out loans. One. Um, go to another country and get that degree. Other countries, uh, many countries are free, completely free for your so education. You can take even that money, take the $20,000. And start a webcam business in another country, and you could yeah. get a great return on investment. Be just like Andrew Tate. Forrest, go to Romania. Foreskin dot com. So you know. Got a word. My my point is, I'm, I'm warning people: do not. You know, if you go to imagine you go to for art history or gender studies, do not do that shit. That is, you're just fucking your life. Absolutely fucking What's your wrong life. with gender studies? Nothing wrong with gender studies. What's wrong with if you take out loans, predatory loans to stick for a gender, nothing's wrong with gender studies by itself. What I'm speaking about is taking out predatory loans to get a gender studies degree is going to ruin your life. Yeah, I, I think that it's, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, not just gender studies. Art, history, sociology, psychology, undergraduate psychology, anthropology, uh, you know, cultural anthropology, all of those. I mean, like, a lot of these places, there's there's a lot of privilege involved in getting some of these jobs, but but some places, it it all overlaps. You get a degree, and then they just accept you. Uh, not because of the degree, but because of everything else, the resume. Who accepts you, know. you for what? No, come on. No, you're, I you're say like any, you're not gonna get any job with a social with a uh, social sciences degree that's gonna be helping. No, you get a, you, No, I mean like maybe maybe the social sciences degree is the same as just a liberal arts degree, right? But don't get a don't get a liberal arts degree. Don't fucking do a liberal it. arts degree either. Don't do it. Do not do it. You just have do a, a diploma degree. That's what you have. You have. You went to college. You can get, show that sheet of paper to somebody. I went to college, and and you could learn. I, I mean, but taking out loans, I I get that. I I you know I I get that. Could right. You do not. Do, that's what's fucking. That's not the degree. Sure, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that there's nothing useful you're going to learn from a social sciences degree, or there's nothing useful you're going to learn from a gender studies degree, or something that might help you with with your personal life. Or exactly, being Dr. Smarter, Sinkin, what or if being this friendly. is what they want to do? What if this is what they want to do? Why don't you give them some advice on how to, you know, fight against that? Like, because what if you? What if this person is going to do the social sciences degree? That's what they want to do. That's what their life is coming to. And they need to take out loans. What what loopholes are there? Like, no, you know, there's no, there's no, there there is no loophole. There's no for, the loophole is going outside the United States. Go do that degree somewhere else. 
Then money is degrees out of places. Like go do that degree in England or Australia or New Zealand or and even many places that have the, uh, the even other countries that have many programs in English. Go do it in another country. In many countries it's free. Norway, it's free for everybody. Germany, it's free for everybody. There's no tuition for anybody, international students included. Places that it's not free, you know, say England or Portugal or France. Uh, many of these colleges do have English programs that are in English. You don't necessarily have to have another language. You can do all your work in English. And then other these countries, uh, you know, maybe it's two or three or four thousand dollars a year. So go do it in another country. Or, um, or go, you know, do, uh, you know, some, one of these, uh, you know, Arizona State Online Universities. I know it's not the same. You're not going to get the same experience. You know, see, here's the thing is, people don't really, people are going to say, they don't really want to go get the social sciences degree. They want to have the experience of being able to go to college and party. Hmm. Yeah. So, is that a, pro- is that a um, problem? No, my yeah. Well, my suggestion, my suggestion is, if that's what you want to do, um, you know, if that's really what you need to do, you should uh, go and yeah. Well, no, my my sort of my well, that's what I was about to say. If you you know, part if you want the degree in social sciences and you want to stay at a U.S. university and party, which a lot of kids do, well, I would suggest to uh, move to a college town. All right. And just do and, – and, and enroll in one of these online, like Arizona State Online. Um, and that's pretty relatively inexpensive. Even that's pretty expensive. But here's another thing you can do. If you go work at Starbucks, they will pay for the Arizona State Online for you. They will cover And you only have to work 15 hours a week. So my suggestion is – It's like why pay 40000 a year just to fuck girls, right? Well, yeah, so, right, so, so, right, so, what you want to, so, go, go get a job at Starbucks, you'll get health care, you'll get stock options, you'll get, uh, you'll get that Arizona, they'll pay for your Arizona State online, you don't have to pay it back, move to a fucking college town. Yeah, but you're going to get addicted to caffeine if you work at Starbucks, there's no way. You're also going to get fat if you work at Chipotle. Uh, I don't think Chipotle offers, but so there are opportunities. But the first, what I'm trying to drill into people's heads is before they can figure out the solutions, they got to understand that that shit is a scam. Getting a social, taking out loans for a social science degree will ruin your fucking life. Taking out loans for a liberal arts degree will ruin your fucking life. It will not help you. You will never pay off those loans. Uh huh. And the other side of it. You know, maybe just look more in the fine print, or, or you know, when you're taking out. No, just stay, no, just stay away from the, stay away from those hucksters. Don't, no, there's no, stay away from those hucksters. They're going to trick you. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna hustle you into signing those mm. papers. Just stay the fuck away from them. I did my. Um, do, do you have all your money, Doctor Stanky? Do you have all your money under your bed? Because you see, I, I couldn't see you trusting the bank with your money. If I had any money, I don't have any money. So, and that—that's what I'm telling you. I got a PhD and I don't have any money. So, what does that fucking tell you? Uh-huh. But I didn't pay anything for my master's or my PhD because I did my master's in the university uh, uh, in Norway, completely free. 
I paid student, I paid student fees, which is like $300 a semester. Um, and I did my PhD at the University of Bologna in Italy again. You know, um, why the, why I, is the U.S. so fucked? Wait, why is, why is school so goddamn expensive here? Like, who's winning in that? Like, I, um, I don't get it. You're gonna, you're gonna find out why it, it didn't used to be so expensive. It, uh, it used to almost be free. But what happened was, when, um, Nixon was in, in power, there were all, it, at the universities, especially in California, uh, there was anti-war sentiment, and the anti-war sentiment was really being grown, um, grown and, and, and cultivated uh, at the universities. So um, they, the administration, Nixon administration, said, "Well, how can we, how can we try to stop this?" So what they said, what they said to try to stop this was, "We're gonna, we're gonna take away all the funding." which will force the universities to have to charge people to go to school. If we're charging people serious? to go to school. Yeah, I'm serious. If we, charge people, yeah, if we charge people to go to school, if they end up charging people to go to school, it's going to be, uh, one, uh, less accessible for people. So there are going to be less people going to college. Uh, and two, um, two, if people are going to school, maybe now they have to work. Uh, they have to take out a job. They're going to have less time to be able to try and uh, grow that sentiment. Here's another interesting thing. I did my undergraduate degree at the University of Santa Cruz in Santa Cruz, California. That place is communist, hippie central. Hmm. And what's interesting about that university is it's the largest university as far as campus. It's the largest campus university in the whole of the United States. It's in the middle of the Redwood Forest, and it's completely spread out. Like, you got to walk like Everything is spread out completely, like, through trails in the forest. Um, and the dean's office, it's funny, the dean's office, you can't get there directly. The dean's office, you got to go, like, in a building, down to the bottom floor, upstairs, across a bridge, through an elevator to get to the dean's office. It's not very accessible. And it, it's a beautiful campus, but it was, it was designed this specific way, so spread out through all these trails. Uh, they designed it on purpose like that because they, they wanted to design the campus to, to make it hard for students to congregate. Because in Berkeley, they were having all these student oh protests. All these, so they, they, they purposely designed a campus that made it hard for students to congregate and, uh, try and, and protest and stuff. So, that's just so fucking stupid. I, I mean, like, I get it, but that's so fucking stupid. Like, Here's, you know, here's now another you, thing. You just need a Facebook. You just need Facebook. Come into this place, like. Well, this is in the '60s, so. This oh. Is in the uh, 60s. Uh, uh, so they designed. I mean, it was in the '60s that they designed the University of California Santa Cruz. So in the '60s there was no Facebook. And what's also funny is I worked at the University of California. When I worked there, I got hired. This is in like 2000. Uh, I went in to do my hiring, and they made me sign an affidavit that swore that I was not a communist. And I had never have been part of the Communist Party. I was not affiliated with any communists, and nobody in my family was part of the Communist Party. And I was like, mm-hmm. I said, I told him, I was like, are you serious? I'm like, this is, this is like 2000. I'm like, because there was, there was a holdover. It's still a rule at the University of California. They still have a rule. You have to swear that you have to sign this affidavit. If you do not sign this affidavit, they will not hire you. So I said to the guy, I was like, I was like well, what if I said, no, I'm not going to sign that because I'm a communist. He's, 
They said, we can't hire you. And I said, okay. They said, just sign it. And I said, I said, don't you think this is silly? Because this is 2001. Second, hmm. the University of California Santa Cruz is like all communists. The whole, yeah, the that whole. Makes no sense. Well, again, this is a holdover from, this is a holdover from like the 50s and 60s. That's so wild. You, I wonder if that's still a thing now. Yeah, it's still on the books. If you if you're a communist technically, uh, but that's my suggestion. I hope you guys listen. Do not, do not, do not, do not take out loans. You know, say, saying you're a fascist is one thing. Like, I I would understand if it's like, oh, if you're a fascist Nazi, you know, uh, you, you can't you know be here. But uh, I don't know. That's it sounds very McCarthy. Yeah, well, I'm sure it came out from the McCarthy era. That's what it came from. They just, they just never got rid of, uh, got, got rid of the, of the, um, you know. So uh, that's our show. Again, sorry for the technical difficulties. Um, we hope everybody's enjoying it, and we will, um, we will see you next week. Anything to add, uh, uh, Smutsy? Have a good day or night or whatever. It was great. This is great. Everything is great. All right, guys. Goodbye.